Hey builders, welcome to the 20th episode of the People of Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Elliott. Today we'd like to thank someone special. He's our very first Patreon subscriber and we really appreciate the support that he's shown us. So thank you, Scott Elliott. And listeners, you may be wondering why he has the same last name as me. Well, it's because he's my dad. So thanks, dad. And parents, go take a page out of Scott's book and support your kids. It means more to them than you think it does. Now, let me tell you about our incredible guest for today. Our guest is Dayton Mills. Dayton is the co-founder and CEO of Branch. Branch is a virtual headquarters for your remote team, something that I've been following on Twitter as he's been building it, and it's really, really cool. So let's just jump right into the show and let Dayton tell us all about it. Dayton, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty well. So I've been following you on Twitter, and I've I'm really fascinated by Branch and what you're building there. So let's just start off there. That's incredibly interesting to me. Why don't you tell everybody what Branch is and Thanks. how you came up with that idea? Yeah, so Branch is kind of trying to solve this problem that people have working remotely at the moment. And that is, you know, a, a lot of people have been transitioning to remote work lately and they're finding that it's really hard to connect with each other and have like meaningful conversations that aren't forced happy hours or like, yeah, you know, everything is scheduled. And so people are wondering, like, how do you produce serendipity when working remotely? Mm -hmm. Serendipity is the things that happen that you don't expect, right? If we're together in a physical office, things happen. We bump into each other in the hallway. We get to talk to each other for a bit. And we might not have even met each other that day if we weren't like scheduled to have a meeting, right? Exactly. Yeah. So in Branch, we've created a virtual office app. Uh, it's, you can think of it as like a skeuomorphic 2D top down. Here's your office. And what's yep. unique is you can actually, you know, walk around it. And as you walk around, your voice and your video move with you as you move. So if you're in your office and I'm in mine and we're in adjacent corners and we both cross paths because we're going somewhere else, maybe to something scheduled or we're just wandering around. When we bump into each other, we're actually already connected. So we can just okay. say, hi, how's it going? And, you know, there's no like click to join the channel. You know, there's nothing like that. You're just, you're already there. You just say hi to each mm -hmm. other like you would in a real life bump in. Yeah. And so the result is you have these spontaneous drop in, drop out, you know, conversations where you're not held hostage in them. Like you would be if you're, you know, scheduling a call or joining in with someone. Totally. It's super awkward to like, you, you're like, okay, we're going to chat. And then you yeah. have to be like, okay, well, like, I guess I'm going to leave now. Bye. Right. Like it's, it's just kind of uncomfortable right. when it's so scheduled like that. Every, everything's scheduled. And, and that's the thing is you miss out on the spontaneous things because working remotely, it's like, okay, I have this meeting at this time, this time, this time. And you're, you know, you don't have any of the serendipitous things that happen in between yeah so that's really interesting to me so how long have you been working on this and how did you come up with the idea uh we've been working on it since march okay and the idea kind of came to me you know i've i've managed remote teams i've worked on remote teams more importantly i kind of grew up remotely my entire life okay i'm from the middle of missouri town of like well southern missouri not the middle but the middle of nowhere a uh, town of like 200 people outside of a town of like 10,000 so yeah <laughs> i grew up online and 
all I would do is, you know, play games online all day. And back then, you know, you'd use something like Skype um, and then Discord came along, whatever. But in gaming, it's kind of traditional to just be in calls with each other all day and like drop in, drop out. It's been happening for years. Um, yeah. And so I kind of took my experiences there, bundled it with, you know, my experiences of working remotely. And I'm like, why don't we just marry the two? Yeah. This thing happens in gaming all the time. You know, if you think of it really like in gaming, I used to run things like Minecraft servers and whatnot. And you, you can think of those as like micro businesses, right? Mm -hmm. And so the totally. whole team worked remotely. But in gaming, you kind of already had that established culture of the always yeah. on kind of thing. It's kind of, it's already the norm. Yeah, it, it's obvious there. It just never has been applied to remote work in a, you know, traditional tech setting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, so I'm also from a very small town. I grew up a town of 8,000 people, central Washington. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to go live in San Francisco. That's not mm -hmm. super interesting for me. But the idea of remote work and being able to go and work for a company that I care about is exciting. But then you throw those, you think like, how am I going to be able to really make friends? How am I going to be able to build those relationships? And so when I saw Branch, I was like, that that's like genius to me to be right. able to have those serendipitous experiences where you're walking down the hallway and you're like, Hey, like, how's your day going? Yeah. Because those are, that's where relationships are built. It's not in like a forced zoom call. It's finding out like, right. Oh, like what'd you do after work yesterday? It's just little stuff right. like that where you get to know people's lives. So I, I'm all <laughs> about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you see it. I mean, people, I, I talk to people all the time just about problems they have. I mean, talking to someone just yesterday who was talking about how awkward it was to be onboarded remotely she just got oh, a yeah. new job and she's like it's so awkward to just go through these like icebreaker kind of yep. things and it's it's just so forced and after that happens there's no scenarios where she, she can get to know anyone better naturally it's all yep. through just text i am or those scheduled meetings you have yep yeah, and it's so hard because onboarding is already a difficult thing, mm -hmm. especially for like new grads or people starting their first job. It's such a new experience and they don't know what to expect. And then there's a lot of benefit of being in person where you can really kind of feed off people's body language and you can get comfortable, I think, um, differently. But then you take that to remote and it, that's that's a big barrier for a lot of right. people is feeling like becoming a part of a team. And so if branch can be something that can help people feel feel like they're in the office when they're not, I think that that's, that's going to help them click and become part of the group so much faster. So I'm all about it. <laughs> like can't, I, I, I'm hoping that one day I can work for a company that uses it and I'm excited to see what you guys do. Appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm curious. So you, you just started in March, which is pretty like pretty quick to go from um, yeah. idea to, to launch. How many team members do you have? Or is it just you? What What's going on? No, there's 13 of us now. Wow. It's, it's all people, you know, I've worked with in the past, dating back to like being 14, trying to make a game studio, you know? Yeah. Back in like 2012. So a lot of us are really close with each other and we just kind of reached out through our networks and no, we've moved really fast in a matter of four months, you know, built the smallest version of the product that still, you know, brings all of the value out. 
Yep. Whole spatial aspect of it. So we've moved pretty quickly. Are you hoping to take funding and, and keep growing or what's the plan with that? Yeah. I mean, originally we weren't going to raise funding. We were just going to bootstrap it ourselves. I mean, the entirety of Branch, what you see today, costs no more than $3,000 with 13 yeah. people. It's, it's just people yeah. working part time, you know, working on whenever they can. But we think that, you know, okay, we want to build a real company here. We want to mm -hmm. really accelerate, put our foot on the gas and go even further with this. So we are in the midst of a, raising a seed round at the moment. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I'd love to dig a little bit into your background because I know that this isn't, this isn't the first, first startup you've founded. Mm -hmm. So if you wouldn't mind, just walk us through um, Statscraft, Beacon. Sure. Tell us your, your story. I think it helps people get a little more context for you and and kind of like root for you a little bit more. Right. Uh, so like I said, I grew up in small town, Missouri. And so what I did all day was just play, you know, games like Minecraft, probably the main one. Um, yeah. I did a wide sort of things and people kind of outside of the community don't know this, but there's this whole like, I guess, micro economy in this game where you know, people are making servers, you have YouTubers, you have developers, you have graphic designers and artists and like all these creators who are kind of working in this like launch pad. They don't even realize it. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I can certainly say I was looking back the, the amount of skills that I gathered just through that. But it started with, you know, a few Minecraft servers I made here and there at like 14, 15 and, you know, brought in like a few hundred dollars a month for me as a teenager it was really awesome um yeah and one of the first things i made was statscraft which is basically like the mixed panel or the google analytics for minecraft servers because there really was no way to like you know startups know this people who are building apps know like okay you need to measure your retention you need to make sure you know what's your funnel like you got this user acquisition how many of them are staying you know what's the like totally all of that right there was no way to do that for a server. And it's kind of the same business. You got people coming on the server. You want people to stick around and play and, you know, buy your in-game items later. So Statscraft was like a, a SaaS uh, plugin. You know, they'd install it, pay a subscription. They'd see a dashboard of like all their analytics and it would help you better understand all of that. Yeah. So that got pretty big and was eventually acquired by, I guess you could call like the Shopify of the Minecraft sphere. Uh, Bycraft, who, you know, actually enabled you to monetize your server. Cool. And so with that, I left Missouri. I went to California. And that's where I joined on a crypto project, worked there for a little bit. You know, we, we did an ICO and all of that fun stuff. Um, eventually had that founder's itch again. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I left and started Beacon, which was I guess the naive founder in me, everyone has a story where they make this like social oh, yeah. meetup app. Yep. That was what I started. It was another social meetup app. And I tried doing that uh, for a while. Really proud of what we created. It was a cool product. I tried a lot of marketing things with it. You know, I hosted a few concerts as awesome. like a means of marketing it. A few of them got shut down by the police department because I didn't have a promoter's permit. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized like, okay, I don't really like 
partying and concerts and nightlife anyway. So why am I doing yeah. this? Yeah. Cause that's what it turned into. It, it was like, mm-hmm. that's what you got to make. So after that, I kind of just, you know, this was more of a rocky place. Like success is never, you know, a linear never, path. It's never. It's a roller coaster. So after that went kaputz, I was kind of, you know, I, I went to looking for work. Um, I started doing contract work on the side. Eventually, you know, I, I was kind of running this uh, little business in Canada for a bit. Nothing exciting there. But eventually I got in touch with Kai, who's my co-founder on Branch. And, you know, we've cool. kind of always knew each other in the past um, through all the Minecraft stuff. So he was kind of big in the community, too. He had like one of the biggest server hosting companies. Yeah. And we're like, why don't we work together on something? We haven't worked together in a long time. <laughs> yeah. So um, we got together and we were just kind of talking about this idea I had from this very crude PowerPoint I made about a, I, I, back then I called it proximity based voice, but it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole spatial office idea. Yeah. And we just went with that. And to our surprise, we met with a lot of appreciation and, Four months later, here we are. Awesome, man. So. That's an it's an incredible journey. And and it's really interesting to me to see like that entrepreneurial spirit kind of at all levels of mm-hmm. I mean, starting out at, at fourteen, like you have that that itch to, okay, how can I like make this a business kind of? And then to see, okay, you have a level of success and then a lot of times we have success and then we struggle. And then we yeah. have success and then we struggle. And that's where the growth comes. Right. I try not to make these builder of the weeks as much where I'm trying to ask you for insight and stuff because we really just want to highlight you and we want to provide a platform for people like you that are building incredible things to talk about what you're building and share your story. But I'm really interested if you could give give a young entrepreneur one per, one piece of advice where they maybe they're in that struggle right now where they they had something that just didn't work out and they're kind of looking for the next thing what would you tell them in that moment where kind of everything just sucks and they're, they're trying to figure <laughs> out what to do? It comes to you. You know, when I sold StatsCraft, I, I really wanted to get out of the whole Minecraft sphere and do something more real. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I left that, you know, I was like, okay, now what? What's next? You know, what, what am I working on next? And you, you don't have any immediate ideas. Whereas when I had the idea for StatsCraft, it was like that aha, it clicks right? Yep. I've only felt that three times in my life. And that was StatsCraft uh, Beacon, the social app I was talking about, and of course, Branch now. Yep. It, it comes to you, I guess, you know, it's, it's something that you kind of, I don't know, I feel like founders have this inherent trait inside of them that they just, they figure things out. It, like yeah. You have to. And I wouldn't stress too much, like, you know, a, a good friend of mine, he's a, he's a great writer. And I asked him how he deals with writer's block. And he told me, you know, sometimes you just have to let the, the creativity come to you. Because if you do have that itch, that founder's itch, if you put it away for a while and you just don't, you know, sit there and run your head into the wall over and over again, eventually you're going to feel the need to scratch the itch again. Like totally. you, you're going to have to. It's, it's just a fire in you. Like you have to do it. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know if it sounds cliche or what, but it, it does just kind of, kind of comes to you, you know? Yeah. And if you're struggling, no. just take a step back for a minute and kind of, you know, eventually you'll feel the need to do it again. Totally. I, I really appreciate that because I think that a lot of, 
especially a lot of entrepreneurial spirited people, they they get into this rhythm of they're like, hey, I'm just going to knock every wall down. I'm just going to go, 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 and I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And then they they hit a time where they're like, ah, I don't know, like, I don't have a purpose, you know, like, what am I, why am I knocking down walls? I don't have a reason to. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when they get into that, the, I think the thing that they need to hit here is like, just take a second, like chill out. It's going to come to you. There's no point in beating your head against the wall to try to make something happen. Like be right. patient with yourself, work on things that are exciting to you or that are fun. Like it's okay to take a second and just, just be calm and not have like, I think that's a problem for a lot of people that are really entrepreneurial, really driven. It's okay to not have a project. Yeah. Between Beacon and Branch, I went uh, close to a year without a project. Mm -hmm. Almost missed my rent a few times, you know, just doing yeah. contract work. No, it, it hits you. And when it does, when it does hit you, act on it. Because when you yep. get those like late night whims of inspiration, act on it immediately. It goes away. Yeah. Can't create that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, I think that's a perfect place to close. So where can people find you if they want to support you or follow along in your journey and support Branch? Yeah. If anyone wants to reach out, ask any questions, you know, I'm open to talk to anyone and everyone. It's uh, on Twitter at, at Dayton Mills. You can go to Branch. We're looking for early beta users. It's waitlisted, but we're not going to make you wait a month. You'll get in pretty quickly. Um, it's awesome. branch.gg. Check it out. Perfect. So everyone go support Dayton. Go um, if you have questions for him, he's really nice and I'm sure he'll he'll answer your questions and 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 if branch seems like a good fit for your business, especially if you're trying to make remote work, like I definitely recommend checking branch out and um, thank you for joining us Dayton and yeah, thank um, you. best of luck to you. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you're interested in finding a virtual headquarters for your remote team, go to branch.gg. It's a really cool looking product. I'm really excited about it. It could be a really cool solution for you. Then go follow Dayton on Twitter. He's at Dayton Mills. He's been a really fun person for me to interact with, and I'm sure you'd enjoy doing that as well. Finally, if you'd like to support us and support this podcast so that we can keep making these, go to patreon.com slash Foxter life. And you can find a tier on there that fits for you. We'd love to have more people join our Patreon community and be able to share with you who the guests are going to be and take listener submitted questions, stuff like that. So until next time, keep building.